Hello, my name is Erica Shea, and you are tuned into Slay, where each week you and I turn our attention inward and reflect on ideas intended to help move you into a state of inspiration and empower you to take decisive, proactive action toward achieving your goals and reaching your highest potential. Today, we are talking about the very unique and individual practice of letting go and allowing ourselves space to move through difficult emotions. If you are someone who struggles with navigating sadness, then this episode is for you. Let's get into it. Mystical poet Rumi wrote that life is a balance of holding on and letting go. This week, right now, as I speak, my balance is off. My energy is off. I'm heavy and sad, and I've been struggling with letting go. Suffering in disbelief over the loss of one of my longest, closest friends. Even though I know she's gone, it doesn't feel real at all, at least not yet. Um, So instead of talking about it, I have just been saying things like, I'm just tired, Uh, my head hurts, I feel like my eyes just need to rest, I don't really feel good. All true things, but all physical manifestations of what I have been choosing to suppress. It wasn't until I reflected on how I've been coping that I picked up on the potential risk of continuing on in that way, of not being open and honest with myself or others about how I have really been feeling. I started to think about my babies and how important it is for me to always reflect what I admire and mirror to them all that I wish and hope for them to cultivate. I started to think about all the instances in only a matter of days where I have iced them out in order to stay strong and not let them see me cry, to try to protect them from the pain of the news. What I realized in that reflection process is that I'm missing out on an opportunity to teach them that it is okay to feel sad, to feel upset, just be vulnerable. I'm missing out on the opportunity to teach them to learn empathy and compassion in order to connect and support others when they're in a time of need. Uh, An opportunity to build their emotional intelligence by identifying and labeling what's taking place within me and for me so that they're better able to identify it with others and for themselves and to just cope and move through the world with that knowledge. It's I'm missing out on an opportunity to teach them about resilience and how to communicate and express themselves openly and to seek healthy ways of coping. Just so many opportunities I could go on. The reflection it provided me with another path for processing what was taking place in a way that felt more manageable and more productive and more supportive to where it is that I'm trying to go and the life that that I'm just trying to build. It's, It's just crazy because I know it's not good. We know it's not good for anyone's health to bottle things up, but even knowing that, I was doing it and we do that, right? Like things we know aren't good for us because they're easier. We stay in relationships that no longer grow us because, you know, our lives are so integrated. Staying together is just easier. We stay in jobs that we don't enjoy because the consistency of the check and the familiarity of what's expected to earn it is easier than opening ourselves up to rejection and the unknown. 
rather than open ourselves up and make space for more good to flow into our lives, we hold on to what we perceive to be stable, right? Even if the only thing that's actually stable is this depressive state of being that is not good for us, but it's at least something that we know and that feels familiar. Like we know that we can get through that because we're doing it. We've done it. Why do we do that? It's not to purposely sabotage ourselves or make ourselves sick. It's to protect ourselves. But most of us weren't taught how to do that, how to protect ourselves, how to manage our emotions, how to show self-compassion or express ourselves authentically without shame, fear, or guilt. We push our emotions down. We swallow our tears, not letting them come to the surface, but not anymore. Because how we do anything is how we do everything. That is what we are here for in this podcast, in this show, in this specific episode. We're not just focused on the quality of life, but the quality of our heart. And the latter determines the former. It's priority number one. So with that in mind, I had to confront myself. I had to tell myself I wasn't doing that anymore. And from there, decide to follow through. And I tell you what, it is a decision that I am actively choosing every fucking second because my natural tendency is to withhold, withdraw, suppress, not deal, to not express. The only way I can make it work is to value the vision that I have for my life more than I value my comfort right now. I have to remember that I am choosing short-term pain for long-term gain. Now, having made the conscious decision, you know, having become fully aware of my tendencies and understanding my, my two paths, it's easier to catch myself when those tears start to well up randomly. And rather than hold them back, it's easier for me to allow them to fall. And as I let them fall, I acknowledge that I'm letting pain move out of my body. And in doing so, the love that's in me can flow with greater ease so that I can create space for more love to move in. And as I reflect on that, I recognize that I'm operating from a place of faith and hope, which is positive and something that has utility. I know that it allows me to be a proper match for all that I wish to attract. And for that, I celebrate by loving on myself and acknowledging that I'm doing something hard in that moment. I'm choosing to operate beyond my feelings, greater than my feelings, even though I'm allowing myself to feel sadness, I know it's serving a greater purpose. So rather than holding back and just trying to suppress, I'm allowing it to flow because I know what's on the other side is so much better. It's so much greater than just staying in that funk and in that pain and in that hurt. And then in that moment, I allow myself to feel the change that's taking place within my body, the change in my heart rate, the tension all over, and the feeling of peace that I'm cultivating through that. I'm better able to deepen my commitment to that choice and to maintain the work with more self-trust, courage, and willingness. And I share all of this to invite you to cry your tears, any tears that you have been swallowing or holding back. Allow yourself to grieve the loss of a loved one, a relationship that, you know, you thought was going to be everything for you and it didn't work out, a job, 
a friendship, whatever it is, give yourself permission to feel the pain, the sadness, and any other emotions that come up. Be gentle with yourself, remembering that emotional healing takes time and patience. Allow yourself to heal at your own pace. Reach out to people who you trust, who can provide support during your healing journey. Having someone to talk to and lean on can be so incredibly helpful in just processing emotions and gaining new perspectives. It's It may take time, like it has for me, to be in a place where you're ready to just vocalize, like to put words to that hurt, but it helps. It helps to remember that people in our lives who love us, they want to be able to be there for us. So let them in and try to let them be there for you. Not only is it something that can help you to feel better, but it can also just strengthen those relationships should you choose to confide. Prioritize your self-care, whether it's exercise, meditation, spending time in nature, or just engaging in hobbies that bring you joy. Remind yourself that those are things that are crucial for our healing. Finally, remember your vision, that person that you want to become, that life that you want to lead. Remember that your thoughts today determine your actions and your actions determine your outcome. And with that, recenter your attention on that, making it your focal point. It won't keep you from losing your balance, but it will help minimize your falls. And when you do fall, I hope that you let it be gracefully, feel what you need to feel, reset, and recenter. If you enjoyed this episode and know someone who could benefit from today's message or any of the content that we discuss, be sure to share it with them. As always, I thank you for tuning in. Until next time, continue to show up for yourself in a major way.